you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Friday Fun Show. It's a working title. I'm Dan Hansis. This is your week nine guide to everything that's happening in our league. I got some heroes here. Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler, and back, Rachel Bonetta. What's up, gang? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. I had to get rid of the bangs. I I, I ditched them. I miss them. I know I probably people don't care, but I feel like I needed to update everyone. I ditched the bangs. That's a critical update. It's also why you should be watching us on YouTube. That way you can like leave a comment and you can see Rachel moving to the beat. You can see my forehead. As the, oh. song, as the show starts. You know, yeah. like the um, the cliche, like, oh, yeah, he got sent to prison, but it was a country club prison where they played tennis. Mark now has the expert uh, Shore microphone in his jail cell. So right. it, yeah. it suggests that he's in a country club prison of sorts, which is not a, a terrible way to write out your sentence. No, I think actually like prison would suit me because it's like, what do you do? You probably lift weights and read books all day long and like eat simple foods. I I, I could get down with that situation. I sometimes think about this. Like when Orange is the New Black was like a very popular show, I thought, could I do this? And like, I think I would just have to throw myself into like a new skill or like just becoming incredibly smart. I think I could do it. I, I'm, I'm with you. Get beat up. It's, it's not for every personality type. I don't see Dan as a, as a happy prisoner, but... um. Others perhaps uh, roll right yeah. into it. Congratulations. Yeah. You would be a happy prisoner. No, I like freedom. That's where I'm at. But I understand the general take there that it would narrow um, distractions, as it were, and force you to focus on things. Otherwise, you you know, your mind would be too cluttered. I, I, I get, think you I get that. Yeah, I think you you might. I, I wouldn't it, depending on what prison you, you went to. You might have other distractions. Uh, to, right. Mark to would absolutely be the guy who like commits a crime a week before he's set to get out because he, he wants to stay. He's just at home there. He's not. Oh, really he happy. just lo- he's really taken yeah. to the food. And you don't understand the outside. Yeah. That's the real prison, man. Um, 
<laughs> All right, coming up on today's show. Yes, this is the primer for week nine, kind of. Um, we will have <laughs> a, a fearless prediction to come for uh, Sunday and Monday. We will also um, have a standalone monologue presented by none other than Greg Rosenthal, who has a lot. <sighs> he has a lot to um, live up to after his instantly iconic pickleball takedown of last month. So that's coming up. <laughs> but before we get to any of those things, let's uh, take care of the business of the first game of week nine, Thursday night football. Got it. Double tight end to the near side. Hurts gives it off. No, he hasn't. He fakes. He throws. Touchdown. Dallas got it. Sure. It's fine enough highlight. <laughs> I mean, not a. Suits the game, I feel not like. a grand slam. Merrill Reese with a call, WIP. It wasn't uh, a thing of beauty, but the Eagles didn't need to author a thing of beauty on Thursday night. Uh, taking care of the Texans 29-17 in Houston. Uh, Jalen Hurts, two more touchdowns, including that electrifying score to Dallas Goddard. Um, Eagles roll up 143 on the ground. They dig out of a very early deficit. And generally, Mark Sessler, take care of business. There are going to be games like this where you don't play your best. But when you're this good, you could still win and cover, as Al Michaels will tell you. Yeah, I thought if, if anything, it was it was exactly that. Like they kind of showed like we don't need to play our A plus game and we can maybe win a game without employing all our stars to high heavens like AJ Brown of the touchdown catch and another big catch. But Devonta Smith was almost invisible in this. And they opened the game with that 18 play. I love this opening drive It was an 18 play 91 yard March that went eight plus minutes. And like Jack Stoll had the biggest uh, gain on the thing. It's like they can use all these different people. And I think that like it's, an, it's another reminder for me that Nick Sirianni continues to fly under the radar as this coach that we kept talking about, it was, it's like a reverse fortunes. Like, what happened to the Eagles offense a couple of years ago? Oh, well, Frank Reich left, and they were never the same. Well, now what happened to the Colts offense? Well, Nick Sirianni left and went to Philadelphia, and they've never been the same. So I just look at I look at what the Eagles were able to do week to week, and it's their defense too. I mean, they're just they're fine. They find different ways to win. I don't see a weakness on the team. Mm. I uh, I. Like, I'm not remotely concerned about what was going on here. They moved the ball. There was only three drives for each team in the first half, essentially. This was a Sessler fever dream. The game ended at 8.05 Pacific. That's two hours and 50 minutes for this game. I mean, this yeah. was like long drives and everyone was done so you could just switch to the World Series. I feel bad because, like, Jalen Hurts and Kel and Jason Kelsey apparently had a really great moment on the Amazon set after it the was game. Amazing. Where yeah, where they're singing the fight song. It's like, Nobody watched that live. I guess that's the purpose of social media. You can see it later because by then it was like eighth inning and Phillies fans are biting their nails. I just feel like at this point, if I was an Eagles fan, also shout out to my favorite one. If I was an Eagles fan, I just want the Eagles to lose one. Like I feel like that there, there's so much pressure that is mounting to continue to be absolutely perfect. And I feel like going into this game on my podcast, we broke down the rest of their season. I was like, winnable, 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 winnable. And then last night I was just like, oh, they look like a little, a little human in some aspects. I feel like they just, they, they should have just taken this L, gotten that off their back, <laughs> gone on. This would not be the right on, one to take them. 
don't want to lose on national TV. We all know that the Eagles are better than the Texans. It's fine. There was no panic button. We're like, oh, okay. They just needed to get that L out. And then they can go on and they can go and win the Super Bowl. It's kind I of an absurd take, um, Rach, but I also know what you're saying. Uh, that maybe it will serve as some type of uh, leveling or a balancing, if you will. I don't know. Um, I, I think that they're a team that, like we talked about leading into this game, it's going to be a while before it even feels like they're being challenged. And and Connie has talked about this, who's obviously a big Eagles fan, that there's some concern that they'll get lulled into a false sense of security. And then when a big matchup happens, they kind of get caught flat-footed. I wouldn't worry about it. As long as Jalen Hurts keeps playing at this level and all the pieces of this team are humming and they stay relatively healthy, they're going to be fine. I was actually kind of proud of the Texans a little bit. I hope the Archer... Yeah. Brandon Cooks was watching this game and thinking to himself, I know they've done me dirty and they should have traded me, but look at these guys fighting out here, uh, you know, getting out to the early lead, keeping things uh, somewhat close uh, so that everyone wasn't flipping over to the uh, other Philadelphia sports team playing in the World Series. And and Damian Pierce, you know, he's a great player. He had 139 yards in this game. So if you want to look at like maybe the Eagles run defense, they struggle, especially after contact. I saw one stat that they – do not measure up well in terms of against physical runners. Maybe that's something for Gravedigger to think about come Super Bowl Sunday, Titans, Eagles. I don't know. Mm. I think they missed Jordan Davis too. I mean, like that Jordan Davis would fill that spot against the run and, and they were vulnerable last night. That's why I think it's when you play certain other teams, that's one thing to check out. Well, they have one of the worst run defenses in the league by almost any metric other than raw yards because they're always ahead. On paper, like their EPA allowed per rush is terrible. Uh, you kind of saw it last night. That's how you beat them. But they've played with a lead so much that, uh, and when they've trailed, they've like caught up so quickly, like against the Jaguars, that it's never really hurt them. But that that could be a little weakness. Like late, there were little moments there. Davis Mills played uh, pretty well in this game, but uh, it was like an all, until the interceptions at the end. But he made a lot of nice throws. Like I was like, this is the best game from a 2021 like draft pick at quarterback, other than Fields in the last month for a while, and then he threw those interceptions uh but the this was an ultimate prime vision game my son's very into the prime vision that shows the next gen stats and like the player's name bubble uh from the coach's film view and so that's that's what we watch at the house and when you watch the eagles every receiver is wide open like jalen hurts in that 18 play drive like missed two wide open throws by like 10 yards and it didn't matter like tom brady must be home watching prime vision and being like, give me one play where that many receivers are wide open. Like everyone's wide open on everything. But we were watching um, because the game felt of little consequence ultimately to mm -hmm. me the entire time. Uh, we were watching some of the dude perfect telecast on Amazon Ooh. with the boys. And they particularly enjoyed the part of the game where, no, just kidding. The only thing they cared about was they did a whole segment <laughs> where they put a cookie on there like orbital bone and then try to like work it down into Would their watch. mouth. Uh, <laughs> that watch. was, that was what my kids took out of Amazon. Has Dak done it yet? Isn't Dak supposed to be doing one of the dude perfect ones? He did. He that. did it last he night. He already did that. Uh, Him and CD lamb. Am uh, I a bad dad? Cause they? I like, I tried to keep, I just didn't, I wanted to make sure Walker did not know about that. Cause I just felt him like going into a wormhole of dude. Perfect for three years. And I'm, I mean, Greg, I you're very controlling. This. It sounds about what uh, content very, yeah. your child is absorbing. Let him he's, live. He's, he's like eight years old and he's dealing with next gen stats. I mean, that's he's the one that insists on it. Boring. He's, he's yeah, the okay. controlling one. I try to get it back on the broadcast a little bit. They're pretty bit. wholesome dudes. It's not like 
they're not perfect, but they're wholesome. Should dudes. they change their names to wholesome dudes? Wholesome dudes. Dude um, <laughs> can I? Can I? This is not a a physical takedown of the man because I I don't believe in that necessarily. But I just want to ask the question about Davis Mills. Does he have a big neck or a small head, or is it the situation where he has a big neck and a small head? Hmm. My guess is it's a big he neck, have normal a long, head. Long neck, normal head. It's not just a long neck. It's a it's a girthy neck. Yeah, it's pretty thick. <laughs> I hate that I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's out there like with Philip Dorsett as his starting receiver and Chris Moore and Tyron Johnson. I give him some credit just for just for oh, making wow, it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a, it back it quick. Ball. Dan, I'm just it's saying, not a Mike like Glennon situation. It's, yeah, it's not a it's, Glennon. It's no, not it's a Glennon. Than that. No, he looks like his face too. almost doesn't fit onto his neck. Like, right, it it's almost like there's a, a like an in motion live Photoshop going on a little bit with him. Hmm. Interesting. I'd, if I were him, I'd just be always wearing slimming turtlenecks. Yeah, so that right. is that an option during an NFL game? <laughs> sure, why not? You could. Why not? Um, Keep you warm. Hold on, I have a I have a question for you yes. guys. Uh, Greg, you mentioned that Jalen Hurts and Jason Kelsey like led this whole "Fly Eagles Fly" song after the game. The fans are obviously so stoked that they're still undefeated eight and zero. But would you be that stoked if you almost lost to the Texans? Like I'd be like, cool. <laughs> that was terrifying. Did they almost? You know what lose I mean? Though? They didn't know. Well, I'm just lose, sorry. Though. Didn't lose. It was a very close game for a lot of the game, is what I meant to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm you. like in a in game a... that they probably should have absolutely been smashing them the whole time. You got to enjoy the moment right now. I think that's where I'm at as a sports fan. You got to enjoy it while it lasts, you know, because you, it might not last, Rachel. You mentioned it. The loss might be coming. Like, like the, they, get, they might only have one more night left of Philadelphia being on top of the sports world here if they lose the World Series. So it's like, enjoy hmm. it while you can. See that, Walker, Walker see enjoy that? these next yeah, good stats while they last. He, you know, the real the real story, Mark, is I tried to change it to like the normal one, and he insists on that. He loves the numbers like, and the uh, the I'll time to throw stuff. The, the, it's like, Daddy, system. Daddy, can I watch the alternate telecast that's geared towards young boys? No, son. <laughs> Look at the data. <laughs> Let it wash over you. I mean, he's just not aware of Dude Perfect, so he wouldn't know. He does, he does, you know, openly despise the Manning cast and uh, won't, won't watch oh. that. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's pause right here and take a break. We'll be right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Grave Digger, where are you at? Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. That was terrible. What's up? Hey, buddy. Um, Grave where Digger, am I before, at, literally? <laughs> before we get... Are you all right, Justin? Before yeah, Before yeah, we get hey. to... Um, some listener feedback on the live stream, which everybody uh, that's on right now, thank you so much. Uh, Justin is in a, yes, Justin is wow. in a, ju- Justin is drunk in a hotel r- room right now, um, somewhere in the middle of America. And um, I have a take I want to share with you guys. And let me know if I'm off base on this. And Justin, I know, I want to preface this by saying this is not an attack on the people connected to the event that you're attending this weekend directly, because I don't know them. Okay. And you said they don't listen to the show anyway, so we're clear. Correct. Oh. Um, Justin Graver um, is right now in a hotel room in Kansas uh, where he is preparing uh, to serve as the best man in a wedding ceremony, uh, which is very nice and very cool. Again, we've had the conversation about Justin uh, being a best man, and we got into the debate about how long the speech should be. But it also <laughs> is kind of a – it's pretty cool, and it shows – uh, Graver is a man of integrity that he's the best man in two weddings in a, the span of a few months. Now, that's not my point. My point is, I was made aware yesterday by our producer that the um, couple involved here, the main couple, um, actually did get married in Hawaii earlier this year in a quote-unquote impromptu fashion uh, where they were on vacation and they decided to have a quick ceremony and they said, we're married now. Here's my issue. <laughs> Grave Digger is the best man, okay? Why isn't the best man... Don't hit me with this. It was impromptu. You put Justin on a plane to Hawaii, not a plane to Kansas in November for mm. a oh ceremony. <laughs> I have an issue with this entire me, setup. Almost. That's glad someone said it. Thank you. It's fair. It's very fair. Hey, you know, young love, how do you how do you stop it from from carrying out its what course? a quote? Are you okay, <laughs> what Justin? a quote? <laughs> Justin, have you written your best man speech? Or is that all done? I wrote my speech on the plane. I think it's a little shorter than last time because last time I rehearsed it and it was four minutes in rehearsal and then it was actually seven minutes in life. So this time my rehearsal Which was is two outside and a half the minutes. limits. Yep. Right, of course. Grave Three digger. to five minutes is where you want to be. At what hour this morning, and I'd like a specific time, did you start drinking whiskey straight from a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> I have not drank anything today except for coffee because mm. I'm a professional 
and this is work. Wow. Is wow. Can I tell you guys, can yeah. I tell you guys a quick horror story from a wedding that I went to? Like the worst speech I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. My cousin was getting married to this woman. Let's call her uh, Cindy. My uncle, unrelated, unprompted, stood up and was like, I want to give a speech. And this uncle's a little chatty. So we were all like, oh, this is going to be good. Uh -oh. So he gets up there. We have this family cottage that we would all go to every summer. And in the cottage, there was a sauna in the boathouse. I know that sounds bougie. It was literally made of tinfoil. Don't think it's bougie at all. And there okay. was a window looking into the sauna. Okay. So apparently Cindy had her bachelorette party at the cottage. All the girls, they're in the sauna. Da -da -da -da. My uncle is telling this story about how he didn't know. He went downstairs. He saw them all in the sauna and he said, and Cindy, they were spectacular. Meaning Whoa. he <laughs> was insinuating that <laughs> her uncle behavior. blue balloons yeah, out got in it. the wind. Oh my God. The, the girls were in the bathroom crying all night. I was just on the dance floor with my cranberry vodka being like, my family's crazy. <laughs> so don't, don't do that, Graver. Don't do that. Okay. No, I'll give a speech when the time is right. I don't think anyone should ever speak at a wedding if they haven't been asked to speak at a wedding. Agreed. Mm, but I don't know. Sometimes you get a wild card and they can be a lot of fun. Wait. So if it's not a wedding, though, it is confusing that it, you're the best man. I was at a similar setup where it was like a party where they got married, but only with like six people there, their parents. And then they had a party and the party was, you know, in Malibu. So that's nice. Uh, but it wasn't in Hawaii, which is where their actual wedding was. And he did ask me to speak, but I was not a best, like there was no best man. There was a couple people because at that point it's not a, it's not a wedding. Right. I don't feel like you're getting the, the same treat. It's a party. So I am still going to stand up there during a ceremony, hand the rings over. Oh, okay. He didn't do a ceremony. At mine. They, okay. they did like they did a ceremony in Hawaii and then they're doing it again. I actually have a joke about it in my speech that my cousin. <laughs> I'm sure it's a killer so joke. You want to tell, you want to tell <laughs> you're working out? You're working out a runner? During yeah, here. How's this? Yeah. How's this for a joke? He cares about her so much. He's marrying her twice. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Rough. Well, don't say it that way. Right. Okay, so it's about the grave digger. Like, what, do the these people concept. have a lot of um, associates slash friends? That, I mean, I, I I trust that you've become a best man twice because you are that kind of the content is inside of you. But like, um, <laughs> what, what kind of like balloon of friends do they have? It's all about wide the net? content. Um, Why'd you say balloon, Mark? What are you thinking about? I don't know, <laughs> Uncle Mark. Um, yeah, no, they have lots of friends actually. That might be why I was chosen, because it's like for this wedding, I'm his cousin. So it's like it's an easy excuse for what. Yeah. Oh, no one's going to get upset with them right. picking mm -hmm. a cousin. Mm -hmm. All right. Gotta we we got to keep moving here. Do we have anything from the uh, the viewers on the live stream uh, that's worth a damn? Is Mark still in prison? The Baker vacation. We cover that at the top of the show. It's a country club where he's able to import an eight hundred dollar mic. So obviously he has strong Wi-Fi as well. So that's good. What else we got? <laughs> Did everyone see Howie yelling at the Eagles fans? I did see that. Life yes. noggin. Um, it was uh, Mark. You you sent it to us, right? Yeah. All right. You want to share this one? Well, I th there there. I mean, it was there was signage. Someone had a sign about like we forgive you for all the bad draft picks or something. And he walked up and basically said, um, "Excuse me, you forgive me for bringing you like your first effing Super Bowl." 
And, you know, how he wrote, he's not a large man, but he was sort of, he just grew in size as he said it to this like uh, outcast fan and then just marched off. And it was like, you know what? You also brought them Robert Quinn, CJ Gardner Johnson this season, who's it's, got five interceptions. I think he's doing a pretty good job. It's absolutely a ridiculous sign. He also ended it with an FU directly to the fan. <laughs> and he was he was smiling, joking about it, but also very clear that it kind of got under his skin and he kind of like kind of really gave it to the dude. Um, that's you know, I don't know. Philly fans are on my radar a little bit in general lately. Um, the amazing that your team would be eight and oh. Uh, and yes, he is the GM responsible for your first Super Bowl title a few years ago. And you would make a sign uh, forgiving him for the couple of years where you were merely just a competitive team on the rise before you were undefeated. For Come on, clean it up, is Cringe, what I'm saying. Big time. This uh, one is for Dan, although you might just want to direct them to the Power Rankings podcast if you don't feel like answering. Sure. Why are the 4-4 four and four Bengals without Jamar Chase ranked higher than the 6-2 and two Giants? They are the Power Rankings, not the Power Standings. Uh, the Bengals dropped five spots. I'm not a huge believer in the Giants as a superpower, and uh, I need to see Cincinnati again without Jamar Chase before I dip them into the middle of the league. Simple as that. We- we just missed somebody calling Marcus Zaddy. You don't want to give Marcus flowers and call that moment out? Zaddy? I mean, we know that he's a Zaddy. Is, oh, that, yeah. a, is that a jail term? Dan has very specific that. Zaddy guidelines, and I don't think that I fall into Dan's specific Zaddy well, guidelines. He thinks Mike That's McCarthy is a Zaddy, so I don't know if you want to be under his Mike guidelines. You can be under zaddy mine. Type. I think you're looking very Zaddy today. I don't understand why anybody would have any anybody would judge anyone else's like zaddy um, rules or judgments. I mean, just let everyone have their own zaddies. But wait, but Dan, I'm agreeing that you guidelines. You can have your own guidelines. I'm not. I'm suggesting that I don't think when you look at me when we're in the office, I don't think that what comes out of your head is that's a zaddy over there sitting next to me (laughs) in the cubicle farm. Are, Are you sure? I don't know. Don't know I just I suspect that. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. Maybe Blake Wingo, which NFC preseason favorite team is most likely to miss the playoffs? Rams. Yeah. Like they, my lock's got to be Packers. right this week, but I'm going Rams uh, after they lose to the Bucks because they're not they're not going to be saved by the NFC South. I'll just, also, right. did you see Sean McVay was just like, I'm out once these like main guys are out. Like, I don't want to coach this team. What a weird thing to say. Yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, I don't think he said it out loud, but yeah, there were sources uh, for uh, Albert Breer. There's some there's some weird energy. Before, like, talking to him about... It's about me, but it's, it's not about, about me. me. It's about Greg Rosenthal. Yeah, you know, finally um, a chance to express my opinions about football into a microphone this week. <laughs> uh, I'm don't act talk, like you don't love this. I'm going to talk about um, my cadence <laughs> rankings because I brought up uh, what a surprisingly good cadence Sam Ellinger had on Thursday show and the world just went crazy. My Twitter feed, I'm sure Reddit was on fire. People just wanted to know like, what are your cadence rankings, uh, for 2022? Just like how, how the quarterback sounds right before the snap as he's making the little call. First, first, what you don't want with cadence, you don't want screechy, um, like Brady and Garoppolo. It's almost like they learned it from each other. They're, they're both kind of screechy. You don't like that. 
You don't want it to be like too quick. Like Zach Wilson sounds like kind of like a yapping dog. Uh, you. And, and then you also don't want it to be pleading. Like some of the cadence is almost, they're almost in like the form of a question uh, at the end where it gets, you know, you don't want that. You want it to be authoritative uh, and strong. And that's why Derek Carr is my number five guy. I always find him very authoritative. Like I'm the boss. You're going to do what I'm going to say. A good like timber in his voice. I'm going to put Joe Flacco at number four because he did start this year. One of the all-time greats. Maybe not at his peak form, but like that bass just like echoes throughout the stadium. I, I think one of the great cadences of all time. Throaty. And uh, Lamar Jackson learned from him. And so I'm going to put Lamar at number three because what Lamar has, and maybe he got this from Flacco, he doesn't sound like he actually talks. He growls. It doesn't sound like a normal voice, but it's deep. It's like a growl, and you enjoy hearing it. Uh, number two on the list, uh, another longtime favorite, Jacoby Brissett. Another great bass in his voice. You can hear it throughout the stadium. He was having fun the other night, too, against the Bengals, too. Like, he's not afraid to get uh, wacky and do some comedy. He was like, 55, I'm going to get you. Like, that was great. It was just like a really <laughs> He's like the guy with the voice. cane from Boys to Men. Right. It's, he's, it's wonderful he's, and bassy. Honestly, maybe he should be number one, but I'm going to give Aaron Rodgers his flowers. I just think Aaron Rodgers, you remember it. It's full-throated. It's iconic. <laughs> like the actual calls that he makes are iconic, and you can hear it at the top of the stadium. And the fact that he's also an all-time great quarterback doesn't help, but I think he's an all-time great uh, cadence guy at the line of scrimmage. So Aaron Rodgers, still number one on my list. Wow. Well done. Thank I really you. enjoyed that. Thank you. Great cadence while he's yelling at his teammates as well. <laughs> it's uh, not Bridget about the Manders personality. It's just a vocal performance. Which hero would have the best cadence? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I inherited my dad's like uh, uh, father voice, and I got a real growl, especially if you get me fired up. So um, I feel like I would really be able to get over a, a huddle. Um, I would love to hear everyone's though. That would be cool. <laughs> I, I would um, I would vote for Dan. I think I yeah I, I think Dan. I mean I've gotten comments. I'd love to hear from, Rachel. No. I think Colleen. I think would I'd be, be supportive and and quirky. I think I'd keep it light. Let me yeah, let me I try. People, people would enjoy. Being I've been doing me. this um for like twenty years, like playing with my friends or sons. I'll leave my blue forty two set set. Watch the mic. Watch the mic. Omaha Omaha set. Hi. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I like the problem is you just sent a wide hours? receiver up the middle uh, right. on a run. <laughs> That's one of the things I'm impressed with, like with Jacoby Brissett. I was like, don't doesn't your voice get tired at, at some point? Um, I would be uh, last on my cadence rankings. Uh, that's one of the reasons I hate listening to our podcast or watching uh, oh, any television Aww, shows. No. It would be that high pitched, screechy voice, though. It would but be you know loud, what? But it would I, be screechy. I'm sorry if I missed it, uh, but did you mention Mahomes? Because Mahomes doesn't have your traditional QB yeah, speaking voice. And he signs, he signs, he sounds just fine at Arrowhead yeah, he, with 70,000 going nuts. It. He does a good job changing it. He didn't crack my top five. Uh, shout out to the guy on Twitter who's Cadence guy. I mean, on YouTube, there's a guy who just puts up people's cadences for a no minute. Way. And it really helped me do my homework uh, for this year. What's Russ's like? I feel like his would be weird. He would get weird with it. Inspirational. Just for he's fun. pretty good. He has a nice, uh, deep voice. Uh, he's good. He's a uh, guy. all right. <laughs> By the way, a man named Roland thought I sounded hot there. there. I mean, it is what it is. Hey, Freddie, <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Rather it be connected to Baba balloons, but it is what it is. Um, all right. Boo balloons. Uh, what are they? <laughs> Boo balloons. Boob. I can honestly say I've never heard that one before. All right. Um, let's get to the Greg Rosenthal Week 9 Injury oh, no. Minute presented by Acrisure Pimple Cream for Teens. That does not work. Uh, Corey Davis, bad news for your Jets, is out again. I guess good news for your Jets if you're into other people getting hurt. Uh, Jordan Poyer is going to be out for the Bills. But Matt Milano, my guy, practice this week. Looks like he will play. Jarvis Landry's been back at practice this week. A little more on the Saints in, in a second. Alan Lazard and Christian Watson on track to return for the Packers. Ryan Tannehill missed practice completely on Thursday after uh, Gravedigger swung and missed on Tannehill's status last week. Could he do it again? Might happen. We'll see. Jonathan Taylor Uh, missed all three practices this week. He's officially out, making your locks uh, look even better for the Patriots. Jahan Dotson's out this week. Again, looks like Cam Akers is going to be back. The Bengals lost another cornerback. uh, Mike Hilton is out this week in addition to Awuzie and Apple. That's bad news. Chase Young is still out, but he's getting closer. Cam Bray and Antoine Winfield are out for the Bucks. A.J. Terrell, their best cornerback on the Falcons, out again. Chuba Hubbard out for the Panthers. Jeez, and Damian Harris looks like he's uh, going to be out again for the Patriots. And then finally, we got some longer-term injury news, and I'll throw this to you guys. Uh, Rashad Bateman and Michael Thomas are both out for the season. And this happened right after our Thursday podcast. What? What a disaster for both of these teams starting, I guess, with Thomas is just like heartbreaking. The Michael Thomas thing was weird. Um, He got off to a great start this season, looked like Michael Thomas after missing basically two years with an ankle injury. And then it's a very kind of nebulous foot injury designation, never goes on IR. And then after missing, what, six games or so, seven games, um, announces that it's a toe injury that needs surgery and he's done for the year. So, a real bummer. Uh, Greg, I'm interested in your thoughts on this just because you had said that you think the Saints kind of did him it's dirty. Nebulous. I was curious how you thought it's they nebulous. did him dirty. It's nebulous. I, I just wouldn't be surprised um, if more comes out here. You remember when Michael Thomas was upset with the Saints uh, about the last set of surgeries? There's just talk in New Orleans that did they diagnose this correctly for, from the get-go he wasn't placed on injured reserve pretty very recently Dennis Allen said he expected him back maybe that week then he goes out to practice reporters saw it he had his helmet on and then they declared that he was out uh even though they saw him at practice it wasn't always announced as a toe injury before it was said as an ankle I I I, my heart breaks for him because his career is Uh, been in trouble but it just feels like there's a little more to the story that it wouldn't surprise me if some of our insiders end up diving into and uh it sucks because you kind of think this is probably it for him in in new orleans too that it's probably the end of his contract bummer and uh rashad bateman one that's a that that's a tough one for the ravens and puts them in a very difficult position now um mark andrews better be healthy anyway he's got a knee and shoulder issue um, Lamar can do a lot, but he can't do it all. So tough situation you, there. You'd like to think the Ravens would have wished they would have known this a week ago when they could have gone. And I mean, they're yeah, they kind of did, always. right? They knew he I mean, had banged he, up that foot again out for the season. I don't know. If, I'm not yeah. sure if that was so clear because it was a surprise to us, but um, they could have gone and swung a deal for someone because I think it there's, they already were so limited through the air and to take him out. I mean, he had a couple big plays early in the season. It's just like, there aren't that many options for Lamar Jackson through the sky 
What happens in prison, Mark, when the, someone suffers an injury like a Liz Frank type injury, <laughs> that scorpion harlot? Uh, is there do you, do people uh, feel for them? Do they get a little um, little distance, or do they become weak and susceptible to being picked on in the hard scrabble no ways? Way. Of, um, it's a trenchant like. it's a trenchant uh, question by you, Dan. And I I would say that um <laughs> in the in the prison that I'm at, uh, everyone sort of just. They gather around that person, um, you know, emotionally, spiritually. It's a very, it's, an, it's a supportive environment. It's a supportive community, a brotherhood. See, you guys lift it, each other I, no, up. I think, I think this is a secret little thing. I think you do get her and then you go to go into a private little hospital wing of the jail and then you just get, you know, feet up, baby. You, you're yeah. hanging. Maybe there's even a TV in there. I think that's actually the play. It's like the Greenwich, Connecticut uh, reform uh, <laughs> dormitory. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get to our fearless predictions before we say goodbye. Um, but before we do that, let's uh, cycle back uh, to our predictions from last week, starting with Gravedigger. Jump in here, starting with uh, Mark Sessler. Mark had some predictions last week that were pretty crazy, as usual. I think um, his first one was that there would be three forty burgers dropped. There was one 40-burger, so pretty close, um, <laughs> but not three. Falcons scored 37 points. Eagles scored 35 points. So a couple teams close, but he had the Cowboys at 49. And then Mark had uh, an, any official faints. I'm not aware of any official fainting, although Jerome Boger did call fainting. the Seahawks the Mariners. So maybe that was like a, a fainting spell that I think we... Don't give credit to Mark for either of those two. Greg said that Mac Jones would be judged by a panel of Friday Fun Show hosts who have played pretty well in a win over the Jets. And Greg himself said on uh, Thursday and Tuesday and other times this week that if that pick six had stood, we would be talking very differently about Mac Jones. So I would say he probably did not play pretty well, Greg. That I don't think we even need the panel of judges. That's an <laughs> 0 for 5. Uh, but the Patriots did win. So just, yeah, uh, Claybon had that the Giants score under 21 points versus the Seahawks. Uh, the Giants did score under 21 points. Seahawks won. So a little bit of a shallot hanger, but that's correct. And <laughs> um, and and finally, uh, the old Zeuser uh, would like to channel my distressed spirit animal, um, Alec Baldwin, from the 1993 medical thriller Malice uh, before we get to my prediction from last week. You ask me if I have a God complex? Let me tell you something. I am God. <laughs> to a Tunga Vailoa. Prediction. 300 yards passing. Love three it. touchdowns. <gasps> win. Wow. Got them all. Check mark, check mark, check mark. I mean, Profile and courage, picking against the team of around the NFL last-ranked defense, Detroit Lions. And right Emmanuel Acho, the guy that uh, went off about Tua being better than Herbert. The, the prediction was it's going to give more fuel to his fire and the people of his ilk, which it certainly has. Now, before we go, make our predictions. Rachel, get us going. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to walk out with some sage. He's going to light it middle of the field. He's going to think that that's going to cleanse him of all the demons that this team is going through. It doesn't work. The no. Lions beat the bad guys. And Aaron Ooh. Rodgers just throws a fit. Throws a dang fit Ooh, at the I end like of the that. game. And I am going to be 
can't wait. So the prediction is Aaron Rodgers goes, you know, off Stage. has a temper tantrum after a loss or during a loss to the Lions. Yes. I love it. That's a yeah. good one. Marky Mark. All right. Um, I collected a series of visions during the evening uh, into morning hours. And number one, the Titans, the Titans will beat the Chiefs by 10 plus points. Um, lock it up on that one. Two, Dan what? will turn full villain on Zach Wilson by Sunday at sundown. Full villain. Uh, three, Greg will eat cottage cheese at some point during the weekend. That is what I'm calling my sports lock of the weekend. And four, um, Bonetta will yeah. hike Runyon Canyon alone on Saturday morning and encounter Diego Luna, the title character from Disney Plus's critically acclaimed Andor series. It's a timely meeting because Diego's puppy, October Sparkles, has a fever. The small dog is panting and feeling lost to the animal world. Bonetta <laughs> will save the dog and the day by providing smart water to October Sparkles. Diego Luna will then return the favor by casting Bonetta in season two of Andor as a character named Frenchie Nine, a fierce, freewheeling, no-code bounty hunter on a mission to eradicate a young Princess Leia from existence. <laughs> So, Greg, I don't think she's going to be appearing on Game Day View any that, anytime soon. That after was that so occurred. insane that Rachel's screen just went to black. She's gone. She's that. She's <laughs> like, I'm done with. So I'm insane. done with NFL content now that this is. Occurring. Rachel exploded at, with the rest of her home. <laughs> it's a smart way to go out. I mean, she's yeah. getting that uh, Apple TV money or wherever that is. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't she have Marco last. <laughs> Rachel just texted me her computer died. <laughs> I think Mark killed her computer. Um, what's your prediction, <laughs> Greg? I mean, Mark needs to go last on all these. I haven't I know, had cottage I, I cheese forgot, in a while. I, I do like cottage cheese, Mark, yeah. um, but I it just hasn't. Good. It hasn't crossed my path. I would say maybe in, in years, either months. It's, it's been a, a long horrible time. food product. Rachel, you're back. You have not left the company already to go work for Andor, or what's going on? I, I actually wanted to get a head start. I wanted to go to Runyon ASAP so I could go and save this little dog. And be cast in this Disney Plus show. I love that. Also, I'm going to be in Germany, so there's no way that that could happen. Sorry. I'm calling. Ooh, We already got to give him an X, but that's not really the point. Um, Go ahead, Greg. Okay. uh, My prediction is the Falcons will rush for at least 217 yards this weekend, including a great performance by Tyler Algier. But Mark will still not have a response uh, oh. from the committee to determine if that's his guy. So Mark's actually not allowed to enjoy that Tyler Algier outing. Utterly, nice. utterly absurd. A clown show. <laughs> I hate the processing of it all. It's because yeah. you want it to be something that you to spur the moment and enjoy that moment, but it's just not there yet. Yet. Finally, um, Football Outsiders had this tweet this morning. The Los Angeles Chargers ranked 16th in total uh offensive and defensive dvoa and um that makes them essentially the dalton scale of teams in the nfl they are just the prime meridian and like i said on thursday without knowing this data from football outsiders they make much more sense as a team that's 500 than one that's two games above they will lose this weekend and match up with the football outsiders data sorry rach i know they're your quote-unquote team uh (laughs) but they going down this weekend they are exceedingly mediocre whoa dan hit her with the quote unquote team is not even <laughs> taking it seriously i took it seriously i just there's some regrets there are some regrets 
Um, all right. Thank you to everybody for watching along on the stream. Thank you to Rachel Bonetta for joining us and good luck in Germany. Have a great time. Thanks, friends. Deliver the content that is demanded of you by Roger Goodell himself. Yep. Um, and uh, everybody enjoy the games on Sunday. We'll be back Sunday night with the flagship show. Till then, heed the call. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.